Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we've got a show lined up for you that I think will be a real game changer for many of you who are looking to make some specific changes in your life that can make a difference. We're going to be speaking broadly about the area of lifestyle medicine, and we have a great guest to guide us on that journey. Her name is Dr. Laura Harris. Laura, it is great to have you with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Laura, you are joining us virtually from Connecticut. You're there in New England. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your venue there. So, we I have a small office here in Newington, Connecticut. I am a doctor of natural medicine where I work with individuals and clients and trying to help them make healthy choices. I have lived in Connecticut for most of my life, born and raised here. So it's definitely a place that I call home and I feel passionate about working. You can't beat New England, in my opinion. Okay. Well, we did uh, have the privilege of living in New England for a number of years. Many of the listeners know that for a while we were based in the state of Maine, not all that far from you. I mean, folks that don't know New England, states are pretty close up there. And yes. it's good to connect with folks from that part of the country again. Dr. Harris, you mentioned that you're a board-certified doctor of natural medicine, and a lot of folks might be thinking, well, is that a MD or a DO, ND? I mean, what what is the doctorate in? Because it's not a term that I think a lot of people immediately relate to. So tell us a little bit about your training. So I do have a degree. My degree is naturopathy, but the board-certified doctor of natural medicine, it focuses more on education, which is a passion of mine. So I seek to give individuals the tools that they need to know how they can improve their health through nutrition, through herbs, through lifestyle. And then they can take that information to improve the lives of their families, their communities, their coworkers, some simple things that they can spread and share that will help them prevent illnesses and then also even overcome a lot of lifestyle diseases. This is really exciting. And you and I actually relatively recently met, but uh, we have a colleague in common, Dr. Zeno Charles Marcel. Many of our listeners may know Dr. Charles Marcel's name. He and I worked together for a number of years in Indian country. We worked at a center called the Lifestyle Center of America in Oklahoma, and uh, he and I did a number of things together throughout uh, Native communities throughout the country. I know you also worked with Dr. Charles Marcel. Tell us a little bit about your background as far as natural healing, some of your career path that led you to this point. So I had actually met Dr. Zeno at a place called Wildwood in Georgia. And natural medicine honestly hadn't even been on my radar at first, um, I was interested in becoming an emergency room physician. And then I was introduced to this idea of lifestyle medicine and natural medicine. And I started exploring it a little bit. And that ended up bringing me to Wildwood, where I did their 
they have two programs and I went to their campus to do their advanced program. That's where I met Dr. Zeno, worked with him a little bit. And it was during that time that I just felt really passionate. Like this is my calling. This is what I felt like I was born to do. No, this is exciting. And a lot of the folks who are regular listeners of our show, they've heard of Wildwood Lifestyle Center there in uh, northern Georgia. So actually just outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, over the state line. And uh, I was on staff there at at one time in my career. They've been there for, what, over 75 years doing natural medicine, natural healing, and really has had a, a significant impact on not only a lot of patients who've come through that facility, but a lot of people in training. I actually first showed up at Wildwood myself when I was a medical student. So, you know, some of that same nurturing of a vision to help people with more natural means. Uh, that's where I was touched with it in part there uh, in northern Georgia. So, Laura, we share that common background. We took a little bit different trajectory into natural medicine, natural healing, but you're just doing some exciting stuff. I mean, I just honestly know a little bit about what you're doing, and many of my listeners are learning about it for the first time. So before we get too far into what's happening there in Connecticut, tell me if I'm understanding things correctly. I understand, Dr. Harris, that if someone's tuning in today from Alaska or from California or from Connecticut, because you're not doing uh, clinical medicine, so to speak, you're doing providing educational services, you actually can, within the scope of your practice, provide those educational resources on a one-on-one -on -one basis to people throughout the country. Am I understanding that correctly? Absolutely. I have clients who have called me from multiple states here within the New England region, the Northeastern, and then even as far as Florida and some central U.S. Okay. You know, they call and we do these virtual consultations. I get to know them just as we're talking now and see how I can assist them. So let's say someone is saying, hey, I've been looking for someone to walk me through some natural therapy options for X, Y, or Z. And, and we'll talk about that X, Y, and Z maybe a little bit later here. But how does someone connect with you? Well, they can connect with me via the website. We have a website where you can learn a little bit more about us and find my contact info at wellspringlifestyle.org. That's probably the best and the easiest way to contact. All my information is on there. Okay, let me make sure I've got this correct. So it's well wellspringlifestyle.org? Yes. Okay, wellspringlifestyle.org. And if I go to that website, I'm going to find basically everything I'll need to contact you, set up an appointment. All those details are there? Yeah, you will find a little bit about the methods that we use, a little bit of background about who we are, what our mission is. It's a very simple website. And you will find a little bit about me on there, as well as how you can reach me via email, mail, and my phone number. Wonderful. So, Laura, let's talk now about some of the things that you're having success with, things that are really keeping you in this space, if you will, because people don't stay in careers unless they're getting some return on their investment, especially I've noticed in healthcare careers, people go in like yourself wanting to help people. If you're not seeing people's lives changed and people helped, you're not likely to keep doing what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about some of the conditions you see and maybe some things that would excite us about some of the success stories. Well, some of the conditions, you know, a lot of them are lifestyle, what we would consider lifestyle illnesses like high blood pressure. 
or diabetes. And these clients, they'll call up and they'll come and they'll want to know how they can implement nutrition and lifestyle remedies to overcome what they're dealing with. And then I have some clients who call and they're just like, hey, my health isn't where I want it to be. I don't have any illnesses right now, but I just, I want to improve in this area of my life. I want to eat better. I want to learn how to exercise more and just have more energy. And so, you know, it's always work, nice to work with those individuals as well, because they're looking to just revamp their lifestyle and get on a path that'll help prevent them from getting sick. And so I sit down with them and, and we talk about what their current lifestyle habits are at, you know, and, and what their current nutritional um, places and, and what they're currently doing as far as exercise, sleep, and all those important aspects of our lifestyle. And then create a tailored plan for them of different foods they can incorporate, maybe different juices or herbs, um, in some cases, certain supplements that might help them. And it's just amazing to see how sometimes it's very simple suggestions that can then help that individual start to feel better. And even giving them the hope that it's possible to take control of their health. One of the things I so love about what you're doing, Laura, is you are reaching out to people who maybe don't check any boxes as far as diseases or conditions because, honestly, a lot of the folks that we deal with later in life who come through the doors with a heart attack or a stroke or diabetes, high blood pressure, I mean, you go down those cancer, they had, for years, not feeling well. I mean, they, they weren't... Uh, performing at a level that they would have been happy with, but they didn't have any, quote, problems, and so they really weren't motivated, maybe is the word, to to take charge of their health. Sometimes people will say, well, hey, had that heart attack. That was the greatest thing that happened to me. It was a wake-up call and got my attention. Now I'm taking care of myself, feeling better, et cetera, et cetera. But what I hear you saying about your practice is for people tuning into this program today, you may, I'm speaking to you as a listener now who's uh, tuned into American Indian and Alaska Native Living today, you may be listening and saying, yeah, I mean, I don't feel all that great. I seem kind of sluggish. I, I don't have the energy I used to have. And I could really use someone to walk alongside me. Laura, if I'm hearing you correctly, someone literally could go on your website and make contact with you and then get into a counseling or educational relationship with you to, to work on some of these things? Absolutely. And that's what goes back to the educational aspect that I feel so passionately about is so many individuals, they're just looking for that knowledge. They know that it's possible to eat healthy and to prevent illness, but they just don't know how to get there. And so I want to help guide them to that. So I know you're doing services that are individualized for people. But walk us through maybe some of the general things that you are looking for. So you meet with someone for the first time. I'm assuming you're talking with them about their diet, other lifestyle habits. Tell us what kind of things you find are important in helping someone optimize their health. So a big part that, you know, maybe our listeners may be the first thing that they think of is nutrition. So I like to ask my clients what typical meals look like, what meal times they eat, just to try and find out, are they getting a variety of foods? Are they getting nutrient-rich foods? 
or are they eating a lot of snack foods or fast food? So that is very important on the quality of the food and the calories that you're consuming. But I also like to focus thing on things that, such as water intake. A lot of Americans, people in general, are just dehydrated all the time. We, we drink more sodas and juices and, and we neglect water, which is so important mm -hmm. to us. And then another issue that I find a lot of, of my clients have difficulties with is sleep, getting good sleep at night. And so we talk a little bit about that and explore sleeping habits. And then another large factor that uh, maybe a lot of our listeners may not realize is important to health has to do with stress, stressors and mental health. And so we explore some of that as well. Well, let's break some of these things down. You've touched on a number of areas that I'm imagining many of our listeners are relating to, and they're saying, hey, you know, she mentioned sleep. I'll tell you, as a clinician, as an internal medicine specialist, a lot of the patients that come through my door, even if I've never seen them before, there's a significant percentage that are either taking something that's prescribed or something over the counter to help them with sleep. So my understanding, Dr. Harris, is you're looking more at natural things that can help people sleep. Can you give us a top three or top five things that you maybe find that your clients are missing or not prioritizing that if they just implement these things, they often sleep better? Well, um, one of the big things is actually a sleep routine and, and sleep habits. So a lot of people, they just may be busy, 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 you know, running through the day and then they get mm -hmm. home and they sit in front of the TV for hours. And then they switch from the TV to their bed and their brain is still running. You know, they're, they're not able to sleep. Their brain doesn't calm down. And, you know, we know from multiple scientific articles about how TVs and screen time before bed interferes with our sleep and our production of melatonin. So creating a sleep routine, I find, is important and beneficial. And, you know, just letting your body know that it's, it's time to unwind for the evening and just creating habits that let your body know it's time. I love this, and it's so important. We want to talk, though, about some other things, too. If someone says, hey, I've got a routine, I've heard this before, but I'm still not sleeping, I know you've got some other strategies that have helped your clients. We're going to talk more with Dr. Laura Harris. She's got a lot of practical things that can help you with your lifestyle. If you're just joining us and you didn't get her contact information, we'll share that when we come back. We've got a few important announcements, then we'll come right back with Dr. Laura Harris. I'm Dr. DeRose. Stay tuned. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at AIANL.org. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, AIANL.org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times. And it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
When Jim died, I wondered if I would be able to keep the farm. Then I heard about the USDA's loan program for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. It's for women and minorities who may be having trouble getting credit. Once I was approved, the USDA's Farm Service Agency helped me get the credit I needed. Now I don't have to sell, and I can pass the farm down to my kids the way Jim's dad passed it down to him. I know he'd like that. Contact your local USDA Service Center or visit www.fsa.usda.gov. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with Dr. David DeRose. My guest, Dr. Laura Harris. We're speaking about natural strategies, how they can make a difference in your sense of well-being or in addressing chronic lifestyle diseases. We're especially focusing, though, just on helping you to feel better and to perform better. Dr. Harris does that on a regular basis. She is working with a practice called Wellspring. Dr. Harris, I know I'm not giving the full name of your ministry, so please help us. Tell us the full name and how people can get a hold of you. It's called Wellspring Health Ministries, but to be honest, sometimes I just call it by Wellspring too. (laughs) But it's Wellspring Health Ministries, and the website, if you would like to learn more about it, is wellspringlifestyle.org. And I can be reached at my email, which is just laura.harris at wellspringlifestyle.org. Or for listeners who don't have access to internet, they can always reach out via phone and give me a call at 860 543-5985. Okay, that went by pretty quick. I appreciate you, by the way, giving all those ways for folks to contact you because we go out, you know, throughout Indian country, there's folks in areas that may not have good internet access. So let's go with that phone number first. I got the area code 860, correct? Yes, 860-543-5985. Okay, so let me make sure I've got this. 860-543-5985? Yes. Okay, so that's how we call you by phone. If someone wants to reach you through the web, you've mentioned your website now several times, and what I jotted down is Wellspring Life, that's all, or Lifestyle? Wellspring Lifestyle. Okay. So, wellspringlifestyle.org. 
wellspringlifestyle.org. And I'm going to also need to remember wellspringlifestyle.org if I want to reach you directly by email, right? Yes. And that's simply Laura, L-A-U-R-A? Yes. And then your last name, spell that for us. Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S. So it's Laura.Harris? Yes, at wellspringlifestyle.org. Okay, so everything's spelled just like you think. Laura Harris at wellspringlifestyle.org, wellspringlifestyle.org, or one more time that telephone number as I jotted it down, 860-543-5985. Beautiful. So for those who aren't going to gather up the courage to contact you, and by the way, maybe I should ask this, and I know I don't always ask this question, but... One of the fears that people have, just honestly, Laura, when they deal with anything like this, is they're going to get into something where they're going to need to mortgage their home or sell their firstborn child or something like that. I'm, I'm of course, speaking metaphorically here, but something's going to be very expensive. I've kind of gathered through the grapevine that because you call your group a ministry, you're trying to do things at a reasonable rate. It's not like the first visit is going to probably put me out five or $10,000. Am I gathering that correctly? Yes. Yeah, so Wellspring Health Ministries, you know, it's, it is a nonprofit organization. And while, yes, we do have bills to pay, our main goal is not to make money off of the people we're trying to help. So we try to keep prices and everything very reasonable and we want to teach our clients how they can be healthy on their own, where they don't need to be continuously coming back for a doctor's appointment, but that they can have all the skills that they need to help their family. So your goal is not to have a thousand people that are calling you every week and saying, you know, Laura, what do I shop for this week? Or what's the herb of the week that you're recommending? But to basically put yourself out of business with a given person. You want to help educate them so that they don't need to be calling you so frequently. Am I hearing that right? Yes. Okay, good, good. So we like this vision. I like what I hear of the business model. And uh, for those wondering whether this is a paid uh, program, no. I met uh, Dr. Harris at a medical convention. We were both uh, there. I actually was one of the presenters and just realized that she was doing some exciting things that... uh, would be of interest to you folks on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. So I don't even know her pricing structure. So don't call me and complain that it was cheaper than you thought and you're afraid that this nice uh, doctor of natural medicine is going to go out of business and not be able to help people. Anyway, back to sleep. Dr. Laura, you were talking about a sleep routine. I'm such a believer in this. Uh, I have a real routine before I go to sleep. I know that helps my body to wind down. Other folks have heard that message and they say, hey, yeah, I've got a routine, but I go to bed and I'm just laying there for maybe hours. What other kind of strategies do you share with your clients that seem to make a difference with sleep? So some other things would be exercise. You know, if they're if they're exercising during the day, that plays a role in their sleep at night as well as sun exposure. So it's amazing because the human body is not a bunch of isolated puzzle pieces that are all separate from one another. Everything that we do plays a role in every other area of our health. And so making sure that you are physically active during the day, that you're getting exercise, getting fresh air, um, some 
clients are lacking that. And so as they incorporate that more into their routine, they sleep better. And that could be as simple as going for a walk. For those who are still struggling to sleep, then there are even some herbal recommendations that may be beneficial to them that we discuss. And they can drink a nice sleepy tea, as we call it, before they go to bed. And sometimes that'll also help to calm them for sleep. So tell us a little bit more about these herbs. What kind of herbs do you find helpful for your clients as far as being sleep-inducing? So there's a variety of herbs that are good for sleep. Um, Some of the well-known ones would be chamomile or lavender. But there are some others, such as catnip, um, lemon balm, hops, that help with sleep as well, as well as valerian root, probably the strongest one. And so depending on the level of difficulty that the individual is having with sleep, we will do a few or or more of those herbs mixed together. Now, you and I were speaking off air during the break about how stress can compound sleep problems. And I know as we were speaking in general on air, you were telling us, Dr. Harris, that that is one of the areas where you often explore with people trying to help them deal with stressors in their life. Do you have kind of some typical way that you'd work with a client uh, as far as evaluating stress and then making a difference in that department? So as we sit down and as I talk with a client, you know, that's one of those things that don't always come out in a first session. But I try to ask about things that might be causing them anxiety or causing stress. And it is amazing to me how many individuals do struggle with anxiety or stress in their lives. And we're all prone to it. And it's one of those things that you're not going to be able to escape from, but having tools that will help better manage that stress or even talking through it and getting a new outlook on different situations um, that may help give a different perspective on how to handle problems. You know, sometimes it's good to have someone that you can talk to and work things out, as well as making sure that you are Again, it goes back to lifestyle, incorporating different habits that will help make you stronger to deal with stress as well. You talked about exercise in relation to sleep. And one of the things that I've heard a number of people that dive deeply into the mental health arena emphasize is just how important physical activity is when it comes to mental health and dealing with stress. Tell us, uh, Dr. Harris, if someone is listening today, they're maybe not doing much in the way of physical activity. Is there a simple way that you would be comfortable starting with someone? Or do you, you know, have more concern, especially in certain people that exercise might be dangerous? Because I mean, that's one of the questions we sometimes get, you know, someone says, well, I have heart heart conditions. And how do I know what I can do, what I can't do? Well, each listener does need to follow the recommendations of their physician. But I would say, generally speaking, something as simple as walking is so beneficial. So a lot of us may think that in order to qualify as exercise, we need to be in the gym every day for an hour doing multiple workouts and repetitions. And while that is good in its place, walking as simple as it is, is beneficial because you're using multiple muscles. You know, you're working up your heart rate. You're outside in the fresh air, so you're getting extra oxygen and practicing deep breathing. You could be getting sunshine. And it doesn't even have to be a mile-long walk. I've had some clients who have difficulty 
just walking down the block. And so I've actually had clients that I'll tell them, you know, walk to your neighbor's house and back. Whatever that distance is that you can do, start there and then gradually work up to where you can do more. And as they practice that and as they work at that, they're able to increase their tolerance. They get stronger. It helps them with balance. It helps them with their mood. And they're able to go a little more, a little more until maybe you are able to walk longer distances in one setting. I love the practical approach, meeting people where they're at, trying to help them build on what abilities they have. And I know you take this same approach as you deal with conditions, medical conditions, and folks are reaching out to you for those. We've got to step away just briefly, Dr. Harris. For those of you joining us today on American Indian and Alaska Native Living, Dr. Harris is staying by. We've got a lot more material things that you want to take advantage of. We're going to talk also about some free resources that can make a difference for you. Don't go away. We'll be back with more on this edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you can't measure it on your bathroom scale. Sorting out a mental health concern is not something to attempt on your own. You won't find a bipolar disorder by looking at a thermometer. Like many other health conditions, help for mental illness takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a stick-on bandage. So the sooner you seek treatment, the better. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, don't go it alone. Find out what to do. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Learn more at samhsa.gov support. That's S-A-M-H-S-A slash support. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov meth. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. 
Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. We're in the second half of today's show with Dr. Laura Harris. I promised you some free materials that uh, Dr. Harris is uh, actually, honestly, she's partnering with us, with uh, American Indian and Alaska Native Living, and one of our sister organizations that we call Timeless Healing Insights. Um, Dr. Laura, you've been doing some interesting things in community venues. Uh, you'll be out at health fairs and other things. And you and I were speaking a bit off air how sometimes folks, uh, like maybe some of our listeners, they'll say, well, I don't know that I want to call this woman, and I don't know that I want to start paying for individual counseling lessons. Tell us what you've been doing lately in some of those situations. Yeah, so as you said, we, we do volunteer and we help out at different health fairs where we offer health checks and we give out information. And I have found individuals who they want to know more. They want to learn simple things that they can do to improve their health, but they're afraid of, of jumping into the deep end. They don't want to, to make a full commitment up front. And so the Timeless Healing Insights, the 30-day program, has been so beneficial because they can go home. They take that little card and they go home and they put in their email address and then they get health tips to their emails every day that are simple, they're short, they're easy, and it kind of helps them test the water to help them realize, hey, I can do this. I can integrate this. And so that's been a, a great tool for those individuals who are a little bit hesitant or on the fence about whether they want to really jump into lifestyle medicine. Now, Dr. Harris, your organization is one of like 15 or so at this point. Uh, we're recording this in uh, September of 2023, who have joined with us at Timeless Healing Insights as a community partner. And uh, for the benefit of our listeners, what that means is Dr. Harris and her team with Wellspring there in New England, they actually have their own what we call landing page. So Dr. Harris, if you're referring someone to the 30-day program, you don't just refer them to a general website, but you have a specific website because you have kind of a community of people that are going through these programs, and they can reach you directly. You can follow up with them, but there's no charge to them for the program. So if someone says, hey, I'd like to get connected with Dr. Harris, but I don't want any real formal relationship, I don't want to be paying for individualized services, they can go through this 30-day program that we at Timeless Healing Insights have developed. I'm the speaker for these short videos, about six minutes a day for 30 days. How do they connect with your specific site? You have an individual website for the program, right? Yes. So they would go to TimelessHealingInsights.org forward slash 30 days forward slash Wellspring. And that would bring them to the landing page where they could sign up for videos as well as find my contact information on there as well. Okay. So let me give this uh, out for you. Many of you, if you're regular listeners, you've heard of Timeless Healing Insights, plural, dot O-R-G. But if you want to connect with Laura's team and you want to be part of kind of a, a, a growing number of people who are connected with her ministry somewhat loosely, but um, you know, having access to her contact information, and then when she's doing something, she can you know, you know, let her uh, group know that there's something coming up, whether it's virtual, whether it's in New England. 
you don't just put timelesshealinginsights.org, but you put that slash 30 days, the number 30, 30 days, and then slash wellspring. And that will take you to the free 30-day program, especially designed for diabetes and high blood pressure. But uh, we'll also connect you with Laura and her team. Laura, let's talk a little bit about diabetes and high blood pressure, because sure, some folks may want to go through the free program, but you and I both know all kinds of great resources out there, free resources, but there's a percentage of people who have tremendous results with those free things, but other folks say, hey, I tried all this, what can I do? And you have some of those people contacting you. What are some of the neglected things that you're seeing? Let's talk about high blood pressure first. Some of the things that are really powerful to help people lower their blood pressure naturally that are often not on the radar screen. So a big part of that is drinking water and being properly hydrated. That definitely plays a large role in high blood pressure as it helps with the blood flow and things like that. And another thing, kind of going back again, as we were talking earlier about exercise, I actually had um, an individual I was working with one time who had very high blood pressure and she wasn't sure what had been causing it. It was up in the 190s, you know, over 100 and she was, you know, nervous about it. And one of the things that I told her was go for a walk, go for a hike. And she didn't believe that it could be that simple. So I actually took her with me on a hike. Wow. And I brought a, a stethoscope and a blood pressure cuff with me. And we checked her blood pressure at the car before we went on this hike. And we, because she, she was good at, at walking. She just didn't believe that it would help. And we went on this, this five mile, fairly level terrain hike and got back to the car and checked her blood pressure again. And it had come down from like 180 something, the top number down to like 123. Wow. And her bottom number was back in the 70s. So it brought her almost back to textbook perfect. And she was amazed at how that exercise had made a difference. So again, it all ties together. And that's one of the things that's so beautiful about tailoring things based on individuals and why I'm always glad to meet people like Dr. Harris. Because honestly, you know, there might be some other people who that exercise wouldn't have been that impactful in that single episode. But, you know, you're evaluating the person, what kind of risk factors they have. And you had a good clinical impression that this was going to be a especially powerful strategy for her, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, definitely. that's great. So let's talk about a few other things because, you know, you talked about water. And uh, many of my listeners, they've heard us speak about hemorrheology or blood fluidity. And, you know, some people say, well, how is water going to lower blood pressure? But I thought you gave a great segue there when you talk about blood flow. And the way I like to explain it, you might have a way you like to do it, Dr. Harris, but I'll say, I mean, think about it this way. I mean, your heart is having to pump your blood through your circulatory system. The harder it is to pump that blood, the more pressure the heart has to generate. So if your blood fluidity is not good... Just intuitively, you think, well, boy, my heart is going to have to generate more pressure to circulate that blood. I don't know if that seems to work with your audience or if there's a way that you like to describe that when you're educating patients. No, I think you described it very well. I describe it in a similar way. And water is a great way to help make that blood flow better and make it a little easier on your heart as it pumps it through your body. So let's say someone's checked those boxes. They say, hey, Dr. Laura, I'm exercising every day and 
and I've got a great exercise program. I'm drinking a gallon of water every day, whatever water you think is the best. And uh, I'm checking all the boxes, but my blood pressure is still 170 over 100. I mean, what else can I do naturally? What else would be on that list for you? Well, we would look at nutrition as well, you know, and, and what kind of foods they're getting. There are foods that help with blood pressure and you want to be getting nutrient rich foods, a lot of plant-based foods, low salts, you know, low oil foods. And then we go back to stress. I've had some individuals, I had one client that I worked with that no matter what natural lifestyle thing we threw at her, her blood pressure would not come down Wow! until we were able to sit down while doing a hydrotherapy session. And I just asked her to tell me her life story. And she was able to get some things off of her chest that her blood pressure miraculously came down. Wow. Just by being able to share some of the difficulties that she had been going through. So I always encourage clients as well to kind of examine the things in their life that might be giving a mental burden and to find ways to cope with that. Now, you mentioned something called hydrotherapy. I've been very interested, as I've worked with people throughout Indian country, to hear different forms of hydrotherapy that have been used by First Nation peoples. Some folks may immediately think of something like the sweat lodge. And, of course, it's more than just hydrotherapy, but you're using heat to induce changes in physiology. I'm not diminishing any of the other dimensions of a sweat lodge experience, but I remember talking with folks actually from New England, reading some Native accounts of treatment uh, with, wasn't a sweat lodge, but it was something similar, a heating treatment and then bringing people in the winter into, uh, I think something similar, like sound like a sauna treatment, you know, from Scandinavia where they're then going out in the snow or in the cold. So some of these hydrotherapy practices have a long tradition among indigenous peoples. Do you actually use those as a regular part of your treatment when people are coming to you in person? Absolutely. Hydrotherapy is a form of treatment that is non-invasive. It is simple, um, but it is very therapeutic. And even sticking with the, the theme of high blood pressure, uh, one of the best hydrotherapy treatments for that is a hot foot bath. Mm. And that just entails um, soaking your, your feet in a basin of hot water and wrapping yourself up with a blanket and allowing yourself to warm up and to sweat a bit. You know, that's kind of similar concept of using the heat to bring therapy. And a lot of individuals have the idea that for hydrotherapy to be done well, you need to go somewhere dedicated to that. But you can do it at home if you have a basin or a bathtub. You know, you can soak your feet. You can put a, a blanket around your shoulders. And it's very good for for relaxing, for detoxing, for lowering blood pressure. And there are many forms of treatments for many other things, too. So now, one of the rules of thumb that we've always used with these heating treatments, especially for people with diabetes or impaired sensation, is use a thermometer, never go above 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Is that still the best guideline in your clinical experience, or do you like to keep it even cooler than that if people have sensory problems? No, nope, that is still a very good guideline because if you have impaired sensation, you're more likely to be burned or injured from the water. 
But I have found that a lot of individuals don't have water thermometers at home. And so um, another good way to gauge is like you would with a baby bottle. You know, mm. you can test the temperature of water on your wrist or inside your elbow and gain a better gauge of the temperature of the water that way. And just kind of gauge on the side of safety and not turn the faucet up to full blast or boil the water and put your feet directly in it. Oh my, well, you're making me cringe. <laughs> so I've heard too that, um, and you can correct me if I've not gotten this correctly, but you have hydrotherapy services there in Connecticut. I've also heard that you offer massage therapy. Is that true as well? I do, yes. And that is another form of therapy that's very good for relaxing, for de-stressing, for improving circulation and overall well-being. So we've got to step away briefly, just one more time. When I come back with Dr. Harris, we'll give you, um, again, probably some of the best ways to contact her. We've mentioned a lot of different things. We've given out multiple websites and phone numbers and emails. We'll try to simplify that all when we come back. If you want to just take a couple of things away, one website and one phone number will maybe make it simple for you. And then we're going to actually ask Dr. Harris about some specific things that may really make the difference between success and failure for you. Stay tuned with us for this final segment. Coming up, just a couple of minutes, Dr. David DeRose with Dr. Laura Harris. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov slash plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. What is a number story? My number story started with fear and a lack of support, and it has led me to be there for others. A number story begins in our childhood with ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. My number story begins with the separation from my father and the emotional abandonment from my mother and leads to me being a role model to not only myself, but those around me by becoming the person that wasn't there for me. ACEs are so common, two-thirds of us have one. My number story begins with drug abuse and homelessness and leads to realizing that I can live life by my own standards. A study found the more ACEs, the more likely we may experience a host of serious health effects, physical and mental, but that doesn't need to be the case. Your ACE number is simply an entry point to your own story. Where it leads is up to you. My number story begins with years of emotional abuse and leads to peace, clarity, and security in my self-worth. Take control of where your number story leads at numberstory.org. 
You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to our final segment of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Dr. Laura Harris is my guest. She is heading up an organization in New England that is making a difference for people who are seeking to change their lifestyles. She is a board-certified doctor of natural medicine with Wellspring Lifestyle. Dr. Harris, folks are, I think, energized by what you've been sharing. At least I have been. You've been talking about a lot of practical things. But I know there's some folks who are going to want to contact you, maybe take advantage of the free program that you mentioned. If you were just going to give them one single website where they can go, what would that be? That would be wellspringlifestyle.org. Okay, wellspringlifestyle.org, and that is your main website. People can connect with you, get your contact information. And you were really good earlier in the show to give a phone number for those who don't have good uh, web access. I know that seems like a relatively small number, but in some places in Indian country, people may be listening on radio and don't have good uh, Internet uh, capacity. What would that phone number be if they wanted to connect with you directly? It would be area code 860-543-5985. Okay, 860-543-5985. Yes. Okay, perfect. So, Laura, we talked in the last segment as we were closing out that there's a lot of folks who've heard many of the messages that we've been giving today on air. Some of them just say, hey, it's not going to work for me, just like the story you told about the woman who you were telling about the power of exercise to lower blood pressure, and it really took you almost literally taking her by the hand and walking with her for five miles, right, before she could see that that really made a difference for her. But speak to some of the other folks who might be tuning into today's radio broadcast, and they say, well, you know, I'm done. I mean, I'm past. I've missed out. I'm, you know, 40 years old or I'm 60 or I'm 80, whatever. Maybe it's a magic age that they think they can't change. Or maybe it's certain things in their life history, adversity they had, or maybe bad lifestyle decisions they made. Are there some people that should just turn off the radio right now or stop the podcast and just say, forget it? Or is there hope for everyone? Absolutely not. There is hope for everyone who is willing and wants to make a change. The human body is amazing in its ability to adapt and regenerate when it's given the right tools. And it is possible no matter what age you're at, as you start incorporating healthy lifestyle practices, your body will start to take those things and make changes that will benefit you in the long run. So when we were off air, you were telling us a story, telling me a story about an individual that you met, you were speaking at a venue there in New England. And this woman, as I understood the story, came up to you kind of feeling like there wasn't any hope for her. At least that's the way she felt before she walked into your lecture. Tell us what happened in that interchange. Yes. Yeah, so this, this woman is, is um, a very, very sweet individual who has a history of drug use and alcohol abuse. 
um, in her younger years, and she had always been told by her doctors, even her mother, that she had fried her brain cells, that there was nothing she could do, that she was always going to have difficulties and, and never be able to amount to her full potential. And the lecture that I happened to be giving that day had to do with neuroplasticity and neurogenesis, which are fancy words to just talk about how the brain has the ability to grow new brain cells and rewire itself when we give it the appropriate tools to do so, which are some of the ones we've talked about today, nutrition and exercise, water, sunlight. And she came up to me after the lecture feeling hope and encouraged because she realized that these were practical things that she could do that were going to make a difference. And she was so excited. She said she was going home right then to get her dog and they were going for a walk that afternoon. And watching her journey as she's been incorporating simple things that she can do, making realistic goals for herself, she has absolutely transformed her health and her outlook on life. And it's it's really been amazing. Well, I love that story. And I know there's a lot of other folks who are tuning in today, very likely, who have a similar experience. They don't see how lifestyle can make much of a difference for them. You've given us a number of examples where that has made a difference for people. But one area that I know there's often a lot of tension, and it's one we've touched on a number of times in today's show, but it's the area of diet and nutrition. And what I'm especially interested in, Dr. Harris, is when you work one-on-one with people, I mean, I've got a book out there that I co-authored, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. We talk a lot about different dietary things that can lower blood pressure, but it's not a recipe book. Um, We don't go home with folks and uh, clean out their pantry, go shopping with them. What kind of things have you found that you need to do with clients that you're working with, some of them who may not have much experience cooking? How do you help people improve their diet in a way that can really make a difference as far as their health? So for some individuals, you know, to revamp their entire diet is too much to mm-hmm. take on all at once. It's too overwhelming. And I think a lot of a lot of people get discouraged in just thinking of that big picture of, you know, it's just too much. I'm never going to get there. So for those individuals, I encourage them to in a couple ways. One of them is to try and incorporate more variety into their diet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, eat more different kinds of fruits. Try some new vegetables. Um, maybe add some nuts. And as they look to incorporate more variety, they find themselves eating healthier foods. And the other is to start just making healthier substitutions. So maybe instead of of if they're a snacker, you know, we know snacking is not the best habit, but taking people where they are, instead of snacking on cookies or potato chips, maybe they'll reach for an apple or some carrot sticks with hummus, Mm -hmm. just upgrading some of their current lifestyle habits to start seeing some of those gradual improvements. And some people do really well with that. So the messaging that I'm hearing from you, Dr. Harris, is you're trying to point your clients in the direction of eating more of these whole plant foods and avoiding the refined, highly processed foods. Is that one of the themes that you find helps people with these lifestyle-related diseases? Yes. Definitely. We live in a very overprocessed society, and a lot of us have come to rely on um, quick fixes, if I can call them that, when it comes to nutrition. And my clients really feel a difference as they start incorporating 
more natural food, closer to the ground, as we would say. Okay, fair enough. So we're in the home stretch as far as today's show. We've touched on a lot of important things from helping people improve their performance to actually get their blood pressure numbers down to control stress better. I know we have nowhere near enough time to do any justice to the topic of weight control. A lot of folks gravitating to many of these new weight loss drugs that are out there, but already we're seeing a lot of people who are frustrated even with those options, people having complications from some of the medications. So is there anything, as you work with a large number of patients, both in public lectures and in one-on-one, do you find there's any ingredients that often kind of slip under the radar screen when it comes to being at an optimal weight? As far as ingredients go, um, just anything that you find that is very processed, that's not as you would naturally find it. So you take a potato chip, for example. It's made with potatoes, which is a natural food substance, but we don't pull these crunchy, salty, oily things out of the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of a lot of foods contain high amounts of salt, high amounts of oil, um, high amounts of sugars, and all of those things contribute to weight gain, contributes to diabetes, contributes to high blood pressure. They all kind of intertwine themselves. And so being mindful of those processed foods, just in general, seems to be beneficial as well as individuals lose weight. And then coupling that with drinking water, you know, and and even as individuals try to up their water intake, they find they're drinking less high sugary caloric drink. Mm -hmm. So that is beneficial. And then as they're walking, they're burning up extra calories, you know, try to avoid snacking and eating late at night. As they do all of those things together, many see a difference in their weight as well. And then their overall energy levels go along with that. Well, Dr. Harris, I want to thank you so much for sharing not only your expertise, but your enthusiasm. It's been great to have you on today's edition of the broadcast. I appreciate being here. It's been a pleasure. Before we run, one last time, if folks want to connect with you, how's the best way to do it? Via the website at wellspringlifestyle.org or by calling me at 860-543-5985. And so one more time, if you're wanting to connect with Dr. Harris, by phone, 860-543-5985, or on the web, wellspringlifestyle.org. Well, that's all for today. I'm Dr. David DeRose, thanking you for joining us on today's program. Hopefully you've heard things that will make a difference in your life. As always... I am Dr. DeRose wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.